to make everyone happy. So, guys, this one, you just didn't know which of them, but it doesn't come as a surprise that at least one of them is gone. Yeah, four returnees, all who got significant touches, you know, in one game or another, multiple games last year. And then add Jaheim White, the true freshman who's coming in and already has caught some attention as well. So weren't necessarily certain as to who, but in today's climate, you had to think that, that somebody was going to say, hey, you know, I want further opportunity. And uh, that then ended up being Tony Mathis. And, you know, and, and my understanding in talking to people around is he did the thing right, went to the coaches first, talked to them, got, you know, and said, hey, I want to play and I want to play more. And they say fully understand and then put his name into the portal. First guy I can remember that I'm told, you know what, if he wants to come back, he can come back. We like him that much, but we understand that he wants an opportunity. Not everybody does it that way. A lot no. of guys go straight to the compliance guy, put their name in, never see a coach, head out of town. So I, I think, you know, Tony's leaving on good terms, um, but just wants an opportunity for more snaps. And, and you, you know, you can see what has happened at West Virginia over the last year with C.J. Donaldson's emergence, Jalen Anderson really at the end of the season catching fire – Brad thinks he's going to be the, uh, you know, the next Franco Harris. I'm not quite certain where he's going to go, and, but uh, Tony Mathis thinks so as well. Yeah, and you know, Justin Johnson uh, obviously has snaps, and I think Jaheim White's going to be really I think good. Jaheim White, I think when Jaheim White popped a couple in that spring game, everyone, all those guys went, well, that's going to be some snaps yeah. there. So I mean, everybody's looking at that and going, and, and and I think Tony looked around, and I think the coaches were honest with him, and while he was going to get snaps. He can probably get snaps at another more at another program that isn't nearly as deep as this one. So, 17th transfer to exit West Virginia really since last season. We're in in the two windows now. Yesterday actually was the close of the spring transfer portal window. So, uh, there could be guys announced later, but they've actually already entered their name into the portal window at this point in time. But uh, a few of the, the players, these 17, that have, have left. Um, left West Virginia before the window operation began. But 17, uh, Tony is the fourth one to do so in the spring transfer portal window and by far the most um, experienced of those departing. There are some other guys, you know, T, uh, JT Daniels, Jordan Jefferson, Caden Prather. There had been some guys who who played a lot for West Virginia in the past, but they had, had exited, obviously, prior to even spring practice. Mathis had some productive moments. Yeah. yeah. There's at times he ran really hard, got a third of the carries last year for West Virginia. Greg, the other part of that is don't forget the quarterback's going to take some of those carries too. Sure. That hasn't happened in past years. So uh, again, we, we've been talking about it for a while. I think you're right, Tony. There was no way four of those guys were going to stay all that have produced to some level here. I think it just, a couple things. It shows the depth of that room that a guy that has, has started for you and got all those carries looks around and says, I better go somewhere else to get carries. I think that bodes well for who's left. I think the pressure now resides on two guys. C.J. Donaldson's got to be able to live up to what he showed in flashes last year and be a true number one for an entire season. That's number one. And then Jalen Anderson has to do the same. Anderson now has to be really good. It can't just be the flashes you saw late. Right. Those two guys in particular, I think you know what you're getting with Justin Johnson. But to me, Donaldson and Anderson now have to be really, really good because Mathis may have been the most consistent of that entire group. Yep, I would agree with that. So Mathis out. When we come back, we'll talk about a newcomer to the Mountaineers. Anthony Wilson from Georgia Southern will be joining WVU to provide some help in the defensive backfield at safety. We'll talk with him coming up and still to come. 
Mountaineer baseball player J.J. Weatherholt. That and more coming up. Sitting at Statewide Sports Line. Glad I'm home. Oh no, I forgot the milk, bread, the kids' notebooks, and all of this stress has given me a headache. Guess I'd better add Tylenol to that list. Ever find yourself in that situation? Call Fruth Pharmacy. Fruth has improved online ordering. Every item has an image and a clear description so you can see, search, and know exactly what you're getting. Fruth also has curbside pickup. Visit our website or give us a call and we'll get your items ready and bring them out to your car. Let us help ease the stress and the headaches. Fruth, your hometown family pharmacy. The most advanced tools in pediatric surgery are the hands of the surgeons at WVU Medicine Children's. The heart and neuroscience centers at WVU Medicine Children's Hospital bring together the medical, surgical, and support services your family needs, making it the premier destination for the diagnosis and treatment of neurological and congenital heart conditions. At WVU Medicine Children's, we will be with you every step of the way. Visit WVUKids.com. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News this morning, the biggest stories from around the state of West Virginia, when you want them. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center, home of the RV warranty forever. Chris Lawrence at the Anchor Desk. We are ready to get the day started in West Virginia with all of the information you need. Kerry Hudasek brings you the day's headlines. Power companies will continue negotiations regarding the acquisition of the Pleasance Power Station, which is set to shut down in June. In an order filed Monday afternoon, the State Public Service Commission said those talks should continue, but didn't decide on a surcharge proposal to rate payers. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. A lot of news surrounding the Mountaineer baseball team. They took a big jump in the polls following that weekend sweep of TCU. West Virginia in first place in the Big 12. They're ranked 17th by Baseball America. They're ranked number 18 in the D1 baseball poll. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News This Morning brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at wvmetronews.com. Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the mountain state, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Monday night on the CityNet Statewide Sports Line, we come to you from our Health Plan Studios, the Health Plan providing health coverage options, the most trusted carrier for over 40 years. Talking earlier in our first segment, that in a little bit we'll be joined by WV baseball player J.J. Weatherholt as West Virginia gets ready for Pitt here in Morgantown on Wednesday. And then the 
This is the Sooners this weekend, right? The Sooners, yep. they're Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then the week after that, it's Texas Tech. Texas we'll talk Tech. more about that yep. coming up in just a little bit. But right now, we are joined by the newest member of the West Virginia University football team, Anthony Wilson, joins us on the CityNet Statewide Sports Line. Anthony, good evening to you. Thanks so much for being with us. Good evening. Good evening. Thank y'all for having me. Hey, big day, huh, man? You made some news. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge day. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about it. You have uh, you have put up some impressive numbers in your career at Georgia Southern. And for our listeners out there, 40 games, 246 total tackles, 145 of those were solo, 10.5 TFLs, three sacks, two interceptions, second on the team last season with 101 tackles. You put your name into the portal. And West Virginia, along with Tennessee, Cincinnati, Pitt, Purdue, Louisville, Tulane, Baylor, Coastal Carolina, looking for your services. Why West Virginia? Um, why West Virginia? Well, you know, starting off, I was looking for, you know, a place where I could feel like um, the coaching staff and, you know, just all around everybody in Virginia the care was, you know, real. So, you know, West Virginia, I can't past week on an official visit and you know they checked off all my boxes and so you know, I just want to go ahead and you know join you know be a mountaineer yeah absolutely let me ask you this where are you right now are you inside of a tornado exactly where where, <laughs> where where you're talking at right now oh no it's a little windy out here I just got done working out actually it's just I'm outside. Okay, yeah, I, I could tell. Yeah, that's okay. That's good. Hey, so when you got to West Virginia, what did you like? What surprised you when you got here? Um, you know, when I got down there to Morgantown, you know, I just the main thing that you know I liked the most was how you know, everything, as far as like the facility, you know, everything was at one in one place. You know, they had the academic So four years at Georgia Southern, uh, obviously it had become a starter, really good to, in, in recent years. Uh, first of all, was it tough to decide to go into the portal at that point? Was it nerve-wracking because you don't quite know what's going to happen? And did you get the reception from other schools that you were hoping for? Um, you know, I would say, I, you know, I'm a firm believer in God. So, you know, I, it was something I prayed about and, you know, just – uh, you know, talk to my family about and something that you know, I felt was a necessary thing to do. You know, I always would have love for Georgia Southern, but um, I just felt it in my heart that you know, it was time for me to you know, move on. We gave your stats here earlier. Let's flip this around. If you were to do a scouting report on yourself, break down your game for us. Oh, you know, I'm a physical guy that, you know, excels in coverage. You know, um, I'm aggressive. You know, I love I love, you know, getting in the nitty-gritty, and, you know, I just love football. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a blue-collar guy, and, you know, I just I just love to win. I'm, I'm a competitor. 
What was it, Anthony, when you came and visited and you met with the defensive staff? They obviously, they break down tape. They show you where they think you would be able to contribute. What are they asking you to do? You know, they're coming in. They're coming in. They, um, you know, like for me to come in and make an immediate impact, which we uh, talked about um, while I came up there to visit. And, you know, they just want me to, you know, bring my leadership skills and, you know, just be a great teammate overall. When's your plan to get to Morgantown? When will you arrive? Um, I'm actually in the process of, you know, figuring out that the exact specific date. But I believe either it, it should be like the week, the week of May 15th. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure I think we're shooting for that week. Yeah, cause just a couple of weeks. Say, yeah, yeah. obviously, quick turnaround for you. Uh, you played in in the Sun Belt Conference, very good league, but you you are stepping up to the Power Five. How big a jump do you think this is going to be for you? Um, you know, honestly, um, as you said, the, the the Sun Belt is a very you know strong conference, and you know they're they're you know guys guys in this league are you know battle tested, and you know I know that they can play you know in the Power Five as well. You know, with the success that the Sun Belt had, you know, versus Power Five teams this season. You know, you look at, you know, Georgia Southern knocking off Nebraska or Marshall knocking off Notre Dame. And, you know, just, you know different teams like that, you know. Um, I just feel like uh, with my experience I've had over, you know, the last three to four years at Georgia Southern with, the, you know, everything that I've seen and the, the snaps I've got gotten in, you know, big-time games, I feel like, it shouldn't be that much of an adjustment for me, you know, just from everything I learned, you know, my IQ, I just feel like it, it, it like, has helped me you know, and will help me in, a, you know, the next step, which is at West Virginia. Yeah, and you've played Nebraska and you've played Arkansas in your time there at Georgia Southern. If you were picking a part of your game that does need to change, improve, get better, will be different, what will that be when you get here? Um, I would say probably uh, not – I would say my weakness would be, I would say probably my coverage. You know, I can, you know, I'm not saying that my coverage is, you know, I'm, I'm not a good cover guy, but, you know, normally, you know, I'm normally, uh, you know, in the box, you know, making tackles and, you know, stuff like that. So I, I don't really get as much action in coverage. So I would say probably my coverage, you know, which I'm I'm 100% confident, you know, which I'm, I'm in my, you know, coverage, but it, I would say, you know, just covering you mentioned Nebraska in winning in Lincoln last season. You guys won a shootout, 45-42, late touchdown in that one. That had to have been a dream. What was that like? Oh, that was crazy. You know, going up to Lincoln, Nebraska, in front of 80,000, you know, rooting against you, and then just, you know, it being so quiet after the game, you know, after the upset, you know, it was def it's definitely a memory that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. Outstanding. Well, listen – we congratulate you on the news. We wish you the very best. And uh, a couple of weeks from now, you'll be up in here uh, in the hills that you uh, that you really like during your visit. And I uh, hope you have a wonderful time. And we look forward to meeting you in person. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all having me on. You bet. You take care. Okay. There he is, Anthony Wilson. He will join the Mountaineer football program, as Greg said. He has been at Georgia Southern and will have two years of eligibility and among the schools – uh, recruiting him, Tennessee, Cincinnati, Pitt, Purdue, Louisville, Tulane, Baylor, Coastal Carolina, and 40 career games. So one of those guys, experienced, the question becomes, can he take that next step up on a regular basis? I looked at the Nebraska box. He had five tackles, four solo against the, against the Cornhuskers. Can he 
come in and contribute. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. And West Virginia, we talked about, I mean, so much. We have to rebuild the entire secondary corner and safety, and their depth is still a bit of a concern there. So that's where Anthony Wilson fits in. He and Keyshawn Cobb, uh, a transfer from Buffalo who came in at the semester break and went through the spring, was pretty impressive. So those guys are going to have to be contributors this year and significant contributors if if West Virginia is going to get out of them get out of this defense and improve it at all. Nice thing with Wilson, he's got two seasons of eligibility left. So uh, you hope you've got him uh, for a couple years and you, you can continue to build the secondary around him and, and Cobb and Aubrey Burks. You know, he, he mentioned their coverage has to improve, although he's confident. And he had a pretty good coverage grade. He was 73, fourth on their team, second in the safeties. The PFF keeps a stat called stops. We've gone through this before, and it's the a quick, loose definition is it constitutes a loss for the offense when you have stops. So generally, your better players are going to have more stops. He was third on their team last year, but the number of stops he had, if he put that over on West Virginia's team, it would have led it by a pretty good margin. Hmm. So to his point, his own scouting report sounds like he's going to stick his face right in the fan, Greg. He'll be a physical safety that can come down and help in that run game. Yeah, and Dante Wright had mentioned the safeties coach for West Virginia a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, what are you looking for in a transfer? Because he admitted that they still wanted one at the safety spots. He goes, definitely a guy that can cover. So they have to feel pretty confident about his coverage ability. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's going to be a freer cat safety. So he'll be one of their deep safeties. Uh, he doesn't need to be the spear who's basically a linebacker. So he's got to have multiple skills. And, and certainly coverage is going to be a big part of what he's asked to do. 5'10", 200 pounds. All right. Um, coming up, J.J. Weatherholt, Mountaineer baseball player, will join us in just a little bit. NBA playoffs continue tonight. Game number one between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Joe Missoula Celtics. And Joel Embiid, the starting center for the 76ers, out of tonight's game. Lingering issues with him. And James Harden, he's got a little bit of a foot, got, got some Achilles. Very, very similar to the senator. Slowed by a leg injury, lower leg injury, very similar. And... Uh, after what happened last night to the Bruins, Boston has to win. <laughs> I, think, I, mean, I think they took a little more pressure on themselves after Boston throwing up on themselves on the ice there. What a yak by the Bruins. One of the all-time great yaks. Best regular season in NHL history. You go down in the first round with Game 7 at home on your ice. And, by the way, you were up 3-1 in the series. You were up three games to one. Jo Joel get hurt pitching batting practice to middle school softball? <laughs> No, I don't think. I don't, you don't think, think that so was. That was no. how he got it. I think his was non-contact too. I, think I don't it, know why you're trying to get on me. He had non-contact. Joe, I think Joel's may have been a little bit more strenuous than someone pitching softball batting practice. But anyway, that's for another time and another another day. We invite you to stay tuned. We'll talk Mountaineer baseball. JJ Weatherholt will join us when we continue here on the CityNet Statewide Sports Line. If a fire occurred in your home, would your smoke alarms work? Don't wait for a tragedy to find out. Smoke alarms are designed to give you and your family the precious seconds you need to safely escape. Test your smoke alarms every month by pressing the test button until the alarm sounds. Depending on the type of battery in your smoke alarm, you may need to change the batteries at least once a year or whenever the low battery warning chirps and never remove the batteries for any reason. Remember, having working smoke alarms is not only a good idea, it's the law. A message from the West Virginia State Fire Marshal's Office.
Right now is PEIA open enrollment, but did you know you have options when selecting your PEIA coverage? The health plan is a West Virginia-based option and has been the most trusted carrier for over 40 years. With the popular $0 cost for routine lab work at all participating LabCorp locations and the use of telemedicine through Healthiest You, there are three plans to choose from. Make the health plan your choice. Remember, you have a choice with PEIA. Choose the health plan. Log on to healthplan.org for more information live from the health plan studios the city net statewide sports line returns in two minutes on metro news the voice of west virginia metro news this morning the biggest stories from around the state of west virginia when you want them brought to you by burdett camping center home of the rv warranty forever chris lawrence at the anchor desk we are ready to get the day started in west virginia with all of the information you need carrie hudasek brings you the day's headlines power companies will continue negotiations regarding the acquisition of the pleasance power station which is set to shut down in june in an order filed monday afternoon the state public service commission said those talks should continue but didn't decide on a surcharge proposal to ratepayers. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. A lot of news surrounding the Mountaineer baseball team. They took a big jump in the polls following that weekend sweep of TCU. West Virginia in first place in the Big 12. They're ranked 17th by Baseball America. They're ranked number 18 in the D1 baseball poll. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News This Morning brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at WVMetroNews.com. Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the Mountain State, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. Thanks for being with us, everyone. Monday night, sitting at Statewide Sports Line. Coach Hunter's here. The Senator is here. Coming up, uh, Joe Bricado on high school baseball, high school softball. That's coming up in just a little bit. Earlier in the program, we talked a little bit about the Mountaineer baseball team and its successful weekend in Waco, sweeping the Baylor Bears and uh, once again, pounding the ball. Uh, 5-4 Thursday, uh, Friday, I should say, 10 to nothing on Saturday and then 18 to 4 yesterday on Wednesday here in Morgantown West Virginia will entertain Pitt. The weather seems to be going to be decent for Wednesday maybe hopefully and then this weekend it's Oklahoma Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So West Virginia has skyrocketed now 12th in the nation and joining us on the program friend of the program 
JJ Weatherholt. JJ, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, buddy. Thanks to have uh, thanks to have him. It's good to have you on here again. We appreciate I, it very I much. I think he's almost a correspondent more than a friend now, as much as he's been on. Yeah, kind of our baseball I, I, correspondent. I, I think it's fair. Yeah. Okay. Good. Hey, man, I didn't have a chance to uh, say hello to you during the academic awards. Uh, was that a week ago? Last week, you were. Uh, yes, I'm. Yeah, you you were styling, man. Like, where'd you get that coat? That was nice. <laughs> was that a rental yeah, or you own that? What is that? No, my mom bought it for me. It was like a birthday gift last year. Very nice. I mean, it was. I mean, you've and your seating location. You came straight down the middle on that one. I mean, you didn't go side. You didn't have to go side. Straight down, <laughs> straight down the middle, like a high, like a fastball, right down the middle of the pike. You came down yep. there. So, yep. great. Congratulations on the academic success as well. Thank you. Is this the funnest you've ever had playing baseball at any level? Um. I mean, yeah, I would say, like, the only thing that could compare to it was, like, when I was really young, when you don't really, like, think, and you're actually just solely playing because it's fun. Yeah. But, I mean, as of recent years, it's definitely the most fun. When you came back last weekend, um, it was kind of wild. Uh, you you popped yourself in there. You didn't play the first two against TCU. And then you walk out there in a pinch-hitting role after coming back from the injury. Now, you're not going to understand what I'm going to say here, but it was it was the Willis-Reed version. You know what I mean, guys? You know the Willis-Reed version? We know. Ver- you we know. know. JJ doesn't. Yeah. JJ, yeah, JJ, you can look it up on the YouTubes there, JJ. You can look <laughs> it up on the YouTubes, but, like, no one thought he would play, didn't expect him to play, and all of a sudden he comes out of the tunnel. Well, you all of a sudden you come out of the dugout, and you promptly crank one, and, and off we go. And since your return – You've gone one for three, one for five, one. Wait a second, am I doing this right? Yeah, I think that is. And you're. Oh no, I'm. I'm doing it wrong. Hang on a second. Hang on. My bad. My bad. My bad. You come back out there, and you go. In your first game back, as I get my thing all set, two for four, two for five, and two for three in the last two games, and two for three. So you just picked up right where you are. The batting average is now at four. Six three, wow! End of May, end of May. Four sixty three in May, JJ. In May, yeah. So yeah. with that, with that, right. with, yeah, no, I, mean, I know. Like we, I just kind of leave it there. Like I mean, you're playing like it's a video game out there so far. Yeah. And I think we may have asked you this the last time we had you on, but like, how are you seeing the ball so well? What, what's going on when you're putting the feet down in that box and, and taking your cranks? I mean, I just, I don't know, I, just, I have confidence when I go up there. I mean, it's, it's not like it's anything crazy, um, but, you know, just confidence, knowing that I can pretty much hit anyone that's out there, but also, like, respecting the pitcher enough to know that he'll be able to get me out. So you got to bring it um, every at-bat. And then I think one of the biggest things, too, for me, what I've learned from last year is just to not give at-bats away. I think games that we're winning by 10 or losing by 10, stuff like that, um, thankfully, we've been on the winning end of things way more um, this year, but it's pretty easy if your at-bat doesn't mean anything late in the game to just, like, throw it away. But this year, I've just been better, like, staying focused throughout the game and not really letting any at-bat get away. So you were 7 of 14 through the three-game series this weekend. So even late in the season, I mean, you're, you're still stroking it. But are people trying to pitch you any differently? I mean, you know, scouting reports get out there. It, it hasn't worked. But do you notice anything different from, from pitchers later in the season than early? Yeah, I mean, it definitely um, varies team to team. So it kind of takes a little bit, maybe like feel out your first couple of at-bats just to see what they're, they're trying to do against you. 
Um, but I know it's like I'm not really sure what exactly they're saying. I know we knew Oklahoma State. One of our guys had talked to their guy, and um, he was a pitcher, and he was like, yeah, our pitching coach just said, throw your best stuff at this guy. Like, you just have to be your best. And then we saw the Kansas scouting report, and they didn't really have anything. They were just like, can't let this guy beat you. So I don't know if teams are, like, trying to go at a weakness of mine or what it may be, but uh, um, they kind of vary team to team. Sometimes we'll see lots of, like, off-speed. Sometimes people attacking the heater. It just depends on the pitching coach. Jeez, I don't even know why they're pitching to you. That's what the scouting report should say. Pitch around this guy. He's hitting nearly 500. This was really noticeable when you played Penn State here. What was that last week or the week before when you played Penn State? How electric the the stadium was when you came up. Never mind when you get a result, but just when you come to bat. Are you aware of that? Can you feel the electricity? Do you feel the energy here in these last few games? Yeah, no, I think think it was kind of funny because I think I got interviewed after that game and I remember I was like, I, I couldn't even tell if it was louder when I went up to the plate or when I like hit the double. Um, Cause it was, it was really loud. I think it was just, you know, nobody knew I was going to play and people were kind of curious about where I was at. We didn't really have like a true update on exactly when we were thinking I was going to come back. So it was kind of just a surprise. Um, but I could definitely hear it. Like when I was walking up to the box, I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. This is, this is getting real. Yeah. You talk about being Jack. That's got to help you though. Get that adrenaline going. In addition to the confidence you have, and the ability to have, then you have that behind you. That's got to help you. Yeah, no, for sure. It definitely, um, it can go one of two ways. Like, it can either make you get outside of yourself and just try to play into the crowd too much. Um, and I think that's happened to me a little bit, but kind of more as the season has gone on, it's become more of a thing. It's definitely just helped me, like, be locked in. Like, just um, want to be ready from pitch one to do something cool. You suffered the injury, and it's a hand injury, stealing a sliding in on a base, and that takes place against Oklahoma State, mentally, what was going through your mind? As, as we said, you've been playing well since the season began, you're rolling along, and then all of a sudden, just in one slide, it all stops, at least momentarily, for, for, for a bit. What was that like in yeah. your head? I think, uh, you know, they didn't really show it fully, but you could get a quick glimpse of me kind of like spazzing out on the ground. Um, that was kind of a combination of pain and me mentally just freaking out because um, I knew, like, what had happened was not supposed to happen. My thumb just bent, like, way backwards. It's, you know, it wasn't good. Um, so definitely the first day and the second day was probably the worst um, just because we didn't know, like, to the extent what the injury was, and it could have been anywhere from, like, season ending to hopefully back in, like, a couple weeks. And um, But I, I still just try to, like, stay in it for my teammates, help the guys stay energized, and, and I tried to keep my spirits up. But it definitely was a little bit tough. Um, but after the MRI results we got – um, that came back. That's kind of when my spirits really got lifted. I was like, okay, thank gosh, it could have been way worse. It's pretty much the best case scenario. And um, still, we thought it was going to end up taking more time than it did. Right. Um, so pretty much every day, like when I would wake up and go do rehab and just feel a little bit better, and the trainer was like, yeah, we're on a good track, we're on a good track, we're on a good track. And then I go out to hit for a day that was just supposed to be key work. Um, next thing you know, I'm like hitting off the machine, and then the next day is off of the live pitcher, and then the next day I'm in the game. So it was kind of just, it happened all so fast. I didn't really have too much time to, to really be upset about it. And I was just trying to take it one day at a time, be happy that it wasn't season ending. It just it turned out way better than we could have thought. So you came back quicker than you thought, but you did miss five complete games. One of those had to be especially, especially difficult for a guy who grew up right outside of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. 
at PNC Park against the Panthers. You guys got the win in terms of the Mountaineers, but had to hurt for you not to be able to play in that park. But you do get an opportunity again against the Panthers this week in Morgantown, then one more next week up at Pitt Stadium. So uh, what does Pitt mean? What did it mean not to be able to play again in PNC? What does Pitt mean for a guy from Mars, PA? Yeah, so that one definitely stung a little bit. Um, I know last year I had about like 30 or so family and friends that were going to come, and then the game ended up getting moved to the next day, and so they couldn't come. And then this year's like the same idea. A bunch of people were going to come. They had that game kind of circled out, and then I get hurt and I can't play, so they didn't come. Um, thankfully, my parents still made that one, so that one was awesome. But, yeah, I mean, anytime you get the, ch- the chance to play on a major league field, like you want to be out there. There's um, every part of me just want to be playing. And, obviously, I couldn't. I knew I couldn't at that phase. So, it did sting a little bit, um, and especially just because of the rivalry and how much that game means to the state. Um, you know, that, that stung, too. And then the Mars part, you know, growing up close to Pittsburgh and, um, you know, it's where I'm from. Uh, what a lot of people don't know is I was actually born in Baltimore, and I lived there for about six years. So that's like a big rivalry. So although I'm from Pittsburgh, I'm not really like the the typical Pittsburgh diehard sports guy, um, thankfully, just because I'm from Baltimore, which is kind of weird. <laughs> so um, are you more of a Ravens guy than a Steelers guy? Yeah, that's what I'm hinting at without saying it. <laughs> you didn't um, want to say it, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Very good answer. Yeah, I like yeah, that. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah, my parents lived there for 20 years. My brother's a diehard Ravens fan, so that's kind of where I get that from. Um, but so, so no, so I didn't grow up like a Pitt fan and like loving Pitt or anything like that. And um, I definitely didn't know much about West Virginia. But since I've been here, obviously, I learned more about the rivalry and just knowing how much of a rivalry that is, it, it definitely stung up being able to play. That's perfect. Then you go out Wednesday and put about five hits on them. We, last time you were on, you, you mentioned how you were into the scouting reports and watched the analytics on, on what, what pitchers mm-hmm. like to throw, and, and you study that quite a bit. Given your video game numbers that you're putting up so far, are, do you watch those? Do you stay away from them? Do you watch them enough to know where you are, or are they irrelevant to you at this point? Batting average, stolen bases, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of impossible not to see them just off of social media and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I know where they are, but I'm I'm trying pretty hard to just kind of ignore it and tunnel it out just because the season's not done yet. J.J. Weatherholt, Mountaineer baseball player, is our guest. So you've been over um, to the Monday at Maisie's thing. You've been called in there on that one. How's that How's that deal with, with Randy's Monday event? You got to go there, man. That place, oh, I'm going. Cool. Oh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in tonight. I'm going over tonight. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's a great – been getting more and more people ever since it started. And, yeah, it's just – it's fun. It's get to hear right from the coaches and right from the players. Yeah, he uh, he's in his element. I think he and he and he deserves it. I mean, he deserves to be having this kind of success. And I'm glad you guys are having a, a ton of fun with it. You've been on a lot of teams, as you said, from being really little all the way up. What is it that this team has? Do you think that is giving it the success that it's enjoyed? For example, Friday. I mean, you guys could have dropped that one. You battled back. You win that game five to four dramatically. What's this team have that's special? Yeah, I mean, obviously we have a ton of talent. That's that's um, obvious, but I think a lot of teams have a ton of talent. There's teams that are way more talented than us that we're playing better than. And I think it just goes all to, like, team chemistry and how we get along as a group. And it's, it's definitely – it's crazy. We knew that from, like, the fall. That was the biggest thing is our chemistry is just off the charts. Everybody loved each other. 
nobody's like a me guy, a selfish teammate. We all have guys that just want to play mm-hmm. um, good for each other, and we just want to win as many games as possible for the fans and for everyone involved. It's it's truly just like selfless baseball. And I think also we just we have fun. There's a lot of ways, um, things that we do, like in a dugout, celebrations, all that type of stuff. We're always texting each other after games, before games, just sticking together as a group, hanging out. We just we have a ton of fun, and I think that's really what stands out. You can see us smiling like crazy and, you know, just, just loving to be there. Where does stolen bases rank on the fun meter? Your patting average is incredible, but you're also fifth in the country in stolen bases. You need one to have the other, but do you enjoy that as much or more than, than a hit, a home run? Uh, I would say I definitely love stealing before I hurt my thumb more than I do now just because it, it doesn't feel the best right now diving on it um but no it's, it's it's a lot of fun too just stealing bases and being able to kind of wreak havoc on the base pass and keep the pitchers off balance just because me stealing puts us in a position to score another run but it also can freak the pitcher out and they're more likely to make a mistake and throw a bad pitch you're going to change that you're going to start sliding feet first uh no can't no. do that okay. I don't know Ooh. I can't do it yeah can't do it do what you do. Old school. I mean, old school. Style. Do what you do. Yeah, do what he does. Let him go. I mean, don't change anything right now. Just keep it rolling. Just don't get hit by a pitch. Or as little yeah. as often. You know how- yeah, how about your boy this weekend got hit six times? Yeah, well, yeah. J.J. won't get hit because Landon Wallace takes them all. <laughs> I mean, he just takes yeah. them all. I mean, I t- that, was, that was something else. And then the umpires got really mad at like him for being upset about it. It was it was one of the weirdest situations. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dude, like, six in a series. Hit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hitting the face Friday, comes back, you're not expecting anything worse, then you just get hit three more times. Like, what is going on? That is so weird. Six times. He's a human bruise. Well, and and he, yeah. has, he has every right to be pissed, even if they're not trying Absolutely. to hit him. Just that, I've never heard that. Oh, yeah. I've never heard that that many times in one series. Yeah. Yeah, I feel for that kid. All right, buddy. Well, listen, we congratulate you. Have a wonderful uh, time on Wednesday against the Panthers and then this weekend. Keep on rolling, and hopefully we'll chat with you soon. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. You bet, buddy. Take care. There he is, J.J. Weatherholt. Fine-looking dresser. Oh, it's nice suit. Nice oh, nice coat. Nice coat. Plus, he'll hit the ball a little bit, steal a few bases, win a few games. Stay with us. More coming up. CityNet, statewide sports line. Think your business is too small to be targeted by hackers? Think again. We all hear about the hacks at big companies, but mostly cyber attacks and ransomware threats hit small businesses like yours. These malicious cyber attacks can have a devastating effect on your business, your customers, and your reputation. There's never been a more important time to secure your business technology. Take the first step and call CityNet, West Virginia's trusted technology partner at 844-CityNet, online at citynet.net. West Virginians owe a big thank you to the State Public Service Commission for their efforts to keep the Pleasance coal-fired power plant operational. The commission reviewed comprehensive expert testimony in areas of resource adequacy, capacity factors, reliability, economics, reasonable alternatives, and the cost of comparable electric generation. The commission unanimously ordered First Energy and Mon Power to continue their due diligence while keeping the Pleasance power plant in a state of readiness without causing any 
layoffs or individual hardships to state residents. This is a win-win for everyone involved. While some state manufacturers joined with the Sierra Club and climate extremists to advocate the premature closure of the plant, we are proud of the tremendous response from all friends of coal and coal-fired power workers who voiced their support for keeping Pleasance open. The Public Service Commission has become the most deliberative and judicious body across state government, and we appreciate their efforts. A message from the Friends of Coal. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News this morning. The biggest stories from around the state of West Virginia, when you want them. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center, home of the RV warranty forever. Chris Lawrence at the Anchor Desk. We are ready to get the day started in West Virginia with all of the information you need. Kerry Hudasek brings you the day's headlines. Power companies will continue negotiations regarding the acquisition of the Pleasance Power Station, which is set to shut down in June. In an order filed Monday afternoon, the State Public Service Commission said those talks should continue, but didn't decide on a surcharge proposal to ratepayers. Kyle Wiggs at the sports desk. A lot of news surrounding the Mountaineer baseball team. They took a big jump in the polls following that weekend sweep of TCU. West Virginia in first place in the Big 12. They're ranked 17th by Baseball America. They're ranked number 18 in the D1 baseball poll. And Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary. Metro News This Morning brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Listen where you get your favorite podcasts and online at wvmetronews.com. Weekdays at 3 on Hotline, we talk about what you're talking about in sports, popular culture, tech, and more. We pepper our daily lineup with renowned local and national guests with authoritative perspectives on a wide variety of topics from high school sports to Hollywood and the financial markets. Every day, Coop and I have irreverent discussions with you using texts and tweets, plus our exclusive content like the question of the day in or out in Beer Friday. Metro News Hotline, weekdays on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. What you need to know today is just a click away. WVMetroNews.com has the latest statewide news stories from the capital city to your hometown. Follow your favorite sports teams from high school to the pros. Hunting and fishing information is always on the outdoors page. And never miss your favorite Metro News program with live streams and archived episodes. Wherever you are in the mountain state, the information you need is at WVMetroNews.com. Staying on our baseball theme, keep COVID from throwing you a curveball before you head out to the ballpark this season. Stop and get a COVID-19 shot. Don't let COVID strike you out. Visit vaccinate.wv.gov. Use the due date calculator. Find out when you're due for a shot, where to get one. Again, visit vaccinate.wv.gov. We were supposed to be softballing across the state and baseballing across the state today, but... The weather had other plans. Joe Bricado joins us from our Metro News studios. Good evening to you. Good evening, gentlemen. Good. To your knowledge, all of the softball postseason schedule for today done? 
I believe so. There's a couple that I wasn't sure that I actually got cancellation notices on, but it looks like everything that was supposed to be today is pushed to tomorrow. There's a couple baseball games still going on, but for the most part, uh, the weather has uh, wiped out the schedule across the state today. Okay, so let's jump in here. Today was the release of the latest softball poll and the baseball poll. What do we got on this that's making news? What's interesting, we'll start with softball in Class AAA, and we've seen the top three teams in Lincoln County, Cabell Midland, and Spring Valley be some combination of one, two, and three throughout much of the season, and they're all in the same section. Not even the same region, but they're all wow. in, the, in the same sectional tournament, so only one of those three is going to be able to advance onto regional play, and there's a couple of very strong sections and very strong regions, but obviously uh, it, it's, it, it's very interesting to have three of the top teams in the state and they're all going up in a double elimination tournament against each other. Yeah, so right now it's Lincoln County 1, Cabell 2, Spring Valley 3, then John Marshall and Jefferson go 4 and 5, and then uh, we see uh, Winfield, Logan, Lincoln, Herbert Hoover, and Independence on your double-A side. Correct, and uh, Herbert Hoover with a 15-8 and record, and that record may be a little bit deceiving because they played probably uh, the toughest schedule of anybody in the state, and they're the five-time defending champions in Class AA. Got off to a little bit of a slow start to the season, but they really picked up their level of play late in the year, and uh, that fits a typical pattern for what the Huskies usually do in a given year. Someone's not going to be thrilled to get them in the, in the tournament as you advance on, are they? We talk about that all the time with the seeding. They are a dangerous team where they're located. Yeah, no question. Yeah, no question about it. And their top competition probably to advance out of their region is the team that's right ahead of them in the poll, the Lincoln Cougars, who have a 21-3 and record and a very impressive pitcher in Delaney Haller. Uh, Hoover defeated Lincoln 4-1 to when they met in the regular season. That looks like that could be the, uh, the regional matchup, but uh, yeah, it's a, t it's a tough draw both ways. Weather window tight? Once we get to this point, or do we get enough time that, that, that it shouldn't be a problem with a day or two if, if they have to miss these? Yeah, it, it's designed pretty well where there's two weeks to get the entirety of the sectional tournaments in. So as long as you finish by next Saturday, you're okay. Some of the sections are pretty small. There could be four teams, and you can finish a tournament in three or four days. Some of the sections are six teams, and they may take a little bit uh, longer than that. But they're built in so that even if you have a day or two like we've had today— You've got time to get all the games in. You mentioned Delaney a second ago. Give us some individual names. This state continues to produce some really high-end Division One softball talent. What are some other names to watch here over the next couple of weeks? Yeah, I think uh, in particular, we'll start with Class A in uh, Lincoln County, and I had a chance to uh, check out a game uh, against Winfield uh, for them on a Thursday. And a very impressive catcher for them, a junior in Josie Bird, who's committed to Indiana. Uh, Spring uh, St. Albans has a uh, fine pitcher in Taven Stevenson, who's also a center fielder. She's signed with the University of Kentucky. Uh, Winfield, the number one team in class AA, Macy Bodges. She's also a Division I player. She's the top pitcher for the Generals. So, yeah, there's no question about it. Uh, Herbert Hoover, uh, Sidney Bright is a uh, catcher for them and is signed with uh, Marshall University. So, we've talked about it before with the likes of Lena Elkins and Paige Maynard and players who have come through recently, but this state does produce a whole lot of Division I players. And I know I'm leaving some out there, but uh, great talent base in which to pull from here in West Virginia. All right, very good. Well, Joe, hopefully uh, we get through this batch of rain that's supposed to be here early this week. Things will uh, dry up, and we'll go from there. Sounds good. And uh, final week of baseball regular season, and then uh, we'll open up baseball sectional play a week from tonight. Outstanding. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. You got it. All right, there he is, Dr. Joe Bricado. And, again, the high school softball and the high school baseball rankings are out.
and out in the four. Senator. Yes. NBA tonight. We mentioned Celtics earlier. What are the numbers doing here with Embiid now officially out and the report that a certain member of the Philadelphia 76ers by the name of James Harden spent his off day in Las Vegas frolicking? Did that impact the number? Thanks for asking, Tony. In fact, I've got two screens working over here, trying to get a couple plays in here for the night because the, the, the line continues to move. It's a it's a 10-point favorite for the Boston Celtics right now, but their money line's up over $5. They're a $5 favorite in this game, almost a $4 favorite for the series, and you just hit upon it. Joel Embiid out tonight, as you mentioned, and there's some thought that that could be more serious than what they're letting on. So that leads you to Harden. You mentioned the issues he's had over the last couple of days or the supposed issues. Then you go to Tyron Tyron Maxey, who's their scorer when Embiid is out. He's averaged nearly 30 a game in games without Joel Embiid. So you think, okay, that's a guy that, that can pick up some of the scoring slack. Averaging just 10 points per game, though, against Boston on hmm. the season. So you wonder where that comes from. So a huge, huge favor tonight for the Boston Celtics. So imperative that they get off to a fast start in this series. Is it still kind of surreal to you guys when you see Joe coaching the Celtics in these playoff games? I don't know what it is, but like when it was the regular season, okay, it's regular season. And then when it's the playoffs and it's like every single possession is so key and so important and Joe's out there just coaching him up and going like this is this it wows me even more than the regular season. And just wait, I think as it continues if they continue to stay in it and advance and as the pressure ratchets up and the hype wraps up, I think you're going you're gonna to say that even more as they get deeper into this. And the pressure is cranking up because he could do no wrong in the regular season, right? Everybody in Boston loved him. They lost to Atlanta, and you <laughs> thought the world had come to an end. Just and, that one game, yeah. Yeah, and Joe had no idea what he was yeah. doing. Those people were going bonkers. So, but, yeah, it's And I'm different. telling you, the angst level in Boston right now is through the roof. So yes. they need to come out, come out and drill them, cover that 10-point spread, lay them out, and just settle everybody down. Yeah, the, if they don't win this game, based upon what happened last night to the Bruins, then you take a Celtics loss in the span of 24 hours, it'll be like, right? It'll be Armageddon. It'll be Armageddon. Yeah, People will be losing favorite, their mind. They'll be losing their mind. So just so go handle business. For Joe's benefit, yes. I just hope everything goes well tonight. Get the W, chill people out, and let's move ahead. Correct. With you. All right, very good. All right, we're out of time. Back again tomorrow night at... 606. Also tomorrow we'll be recording our next three guys before the game summer series and we'll be joined by former Mountaineer wide receiver Gary Jennings. Ooh, that's a he, good one. He once caught a touchdown pass against Texas if I'm not mistaken. Oh really? Did it mean anything I, in the nah, game? I gotta go look at the box and see if it was a big <laughs> touchdown or not. We'll have to go see but Gary's up on tomorrow's three guys before the game. Thanks for being with us. We're out sitting at Statewide Sports Line. From the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.